Hello, my friend. This is Clyde. Living together in harmony. Our text today comes from Ephesians chapter 4, verses 25 through 28. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry, and do not give the devil a foothold. Anyone who has been stealing must steal no longer, but must, but must work, doing something useful with their own hands that they may have something to share with those in need. I want to take you back to the Old Testament. Have you ever wondered about the Ten Commandments? Why did God issue that pack of laws and all the other laws that are called the Mosaic Laws? In fact, the Ten Commandments are the first ten of a total of 613 laws that God gave the Jewish people that are to be found in their Torah, their holy book. The Ten Commandments form the heart of Jewish ethics as well as civil and religious law. But there was a reason for them receiving those laws and the time they got them. In Exodus 19, three months after they had left Egypt as freed slaves, Moses was called into a meeting with God up in the mountain. This is what God told him to say to the people. This is what you are to say to the descendants of Jacob and what you are to tell the people of Israel. You yourselves have seen what I did to Egypt and how I carried you on eagles' wings and brought you to myself. Now, if you obey me fully and keep my commandment, then out of all nations you will be my treasured possession. Although the whole earth is mine, you will be for me a kingdom of priests and a holy nation. These are the words you are to speak to the Israelites. That day, the Hebrew people formally became God's holy nation. They accepted it. No longer were they to be slaves to anyone. Well, if there is a nation, then there has to be a constitution. And so this is what God did. He told Moses to go back to the people and tell them to take the next two days to be consecrated, clean clothes, clean hearts, simply pure, because God was coming to meet with them. On the third day, there was a huge experience with fire and smoke and the mountain was trembling with the thunder and trumpeting. That's how God came down to the mountain. God can certainly do things in style. Meanwhile, the new nation gathered around the foot of the mountain, and only President Moses and his vice president Aaron were allowed to come up to the mountain to talk with God. That is when God gave them the Ten Commandments, the first of 613 laws. These were the rules by which they were expected to live in harmony in community. It is important that there is order in the community so that if we obey the rules or the laws, there will be harmony in the community. As a result, the Jewish nation teach their, these laws to people from very early as part of their education. So today, this is another day in school, day three. So let us learn some rules that God has given us in this text. The us here I'm talking about is the community of believers, those people who are the children of God. The Bible calls us a holy nation. Rule number one begins with truth in verse 25. 
In this community, we are expected to live truth, speak truth, defend truth, and nothing but the truth, because we are all members of one body. What a wonderful world this would be if everyone lives by truth. Lies, deception, dishonesty, all gone. This is what God wants his children to do. The second one in verse 26 says, In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry. Oh, so you can get angry, but whatever happens, do not sin. That is a tough one because it means that when you are in full-blown anger, you must remember not to sin, no profanity, no lying, no using of a weapon to harm or kill the other person that you are angry with. Express your anger in an orderly manner. This is really tough. Do not let the day end and find you still angry at that person. I believe this means you both should make up before the end of the day. I love this part because I don't like to carry grudges. The third one is plain and simple and calls for full-blown commitment to keep this one. It says, and do not give the devil a foothold. I would add, like Eve did. (laughs) Seriously. It starts with each of us giving the devil just the slightest opportunity to come in. If you lock the door, he can't come in. If you unlock the door, he will try to come in. If you crack the door a little, that is so much opportunity you have given the devil to come in. And once in, you are in trouble. This is why elsewhere in the Bible it says, flee, run fast from all appearances of evil, however slight it is. My friend, let us try to work on this one. The slight thought, the simplest of opportunity. Let us shut him down, shut him out. The last one for today says, do not steal anymore. Instead, get a job, any job, so that you will not be forced to steal in order to live or take care of your family. I once heard of a robber who insisted that he did not go out to steal, or but as he calls it, he goes to work because he has to take care of his family. Funny, eh? But God says, don't steal regardless. Not in the store, not at the workplace, not at your friend's home. Do not steal. This is good stuff we are learning in school today, and it is important that we not only learn them, but that we do them while we live every day in this community of God's children and society. Let us live in harmony.